everybody. This is uh, something I thought of recording. Just basically, it's a it's a tribute to what Scotland did uh, this morning, Berlin time. Um, Drivecast. I'm driving as I as I drive this luxurious Mercedes in um, in Berlin. Very appropriate, isn't it? I don't own the car. I wish I would, but I don't. It's uh, it's a rental. It's a pay by hour type of deal, and uh, I've got about 40 minutes ride to collect some goods, uh, massage tables. It's uh, it's a favor I'm doing. It's uh, I'm not getting into massage making. I'm just a favor. A guy with a car. That's all what it is. And I'm, I'll be driving quite far, but within city limits. And I'm, I'm really just escaping work at this point. I should be at the office, but uh, I just sneaked out and I think I'll need to make this up later today, which isn't really convenient. It's, uh, it's Friday and I won't be able to just leave work earlier or or on time, which is early than usual, 5, 5.30, I need to stay longer and, and, and I need to make some brochures, some flyers for upcoming conference, really boring job that I need to do because I know how to do it, uh, but as soon as I'm done with it, I'll get back to my favorite video editing, yeah, that's what my... That's what my uh, current job description entails. Uh, GPS just pointed me at uh, alternative routes, which is it's gonna take me around the city even more. Uh, but it's supposed to be faster, so okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust their recommendation and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the path. Yeah, it's, it's a very strange route right here. It's 30 kilometers limit driving very slowly. There's a police car in front of me. I, I'm not gonna chance it. I'm getting enough of uh, speeding tickets, which uh, apparently they don't add up. They don't, you don't get penalties for, uh, actually I never got, no, I did get a ticket for speeding once and just pay it and, and you're done, you're done with it. Um, you don't get any other penalty, any, any other type of penalty. Um, right, where are we? It's very weird to drive around like this. It's just logical mind would tell you now go go straight. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna follow that. So I don't know how uh, enjoyable this will be. I, I really, I really just want to kill time. And also try, try that thing that Scotto mentioned, the, the fact that I can upload longer, longer audio and it's going to be cut into pieces automatically and um, I, won't, I won't be worried about, I, I won't be, uh, I don't need to be worried about the five minute limit for, for the segment, which it's still a bit hacky, isn't it? Why, why does it have to be cut up like this? Um, I don't know. 
well, let's just say I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally recording a long form myself to see how how this whole thing works. And maybe my voice, you can you can tell I'm a bit tense right now. I'm, um, I'm in heavy traffic, just like Scott Lowe was, but I think people are a bit more civilized. Series A class, if I understand, if I remember correctly, very comfortable ride. I don't see much, it's really low, the, the ceiling is really low, uh, but I guess I see all I need to see. Um, and maybe it's a trade off for more, uh, more of a comfort feel. It is very comfortable and it's powerful. It's very fast. It's too fast for for uh, yeah for what I'm driving. That's for sure. Um, uh, again, I, the the GPS takes me to the airport. I'm not taking a flight to get there. Come on, what's happening? What's happening? Okay, okay. I'm gonna give it a chance. Uh, five more kilometers, and I'm. Reviewing the route, I, I don't understand what's happening here. I do know CD is clogged up right now, uh, so there is a point of driving around that whole gridlock, but I don't know. So, yeah, I was I don't have a car on my own right now, or my own car. I never had a car, I would also I would always borrow, always uh, rent a car because it was just easier. There was no, it was never. Uh, you know all this hassle with maintenance. I, I, I suppose it's a hassle. I suppose it's uh, it's a big deal to own it, to uh, to fill up the tank, to clean it, to to service it. I imagine it's a lot of a lot of a hassle. And right now I'll be renting this. I'm renting this luxurious car for 20, 20 euros for two hours. I think it's, I think it's a good deal. It's a lease. Essentially, it's a hourly lease, and I don't have to worry about anything. I don't worry about fuel, uh, parking. All I need to worry about is, yeah, are those speeding tickets that may occur, and um, I, I I can't really crush it. I'm not intending to, but anyway, I do have uh, rental car insurance, which I got online. It's. Uh, if you rent a car at least once a year for at least a couple of days, you may consider this because that's this this deal online that you get for insurance is it's cheaper than the insurance you get on the uh, in the car rental company. You normally pay about 12 euros per day for insurance, which is quite often uh, quite often equal or more expensive than the cost of actual car when you rent it. I think it's uh, it's obvious scam or obvious uh, 
of his possibly even main source of the revenue for those rental car companies they rent cars for cheap and they overcharge on the insurance so you don't need to do that you can just skip the insurance part and get your annual insurance online and I, I pay uh, 60 euros for entire year and I can drive as much as I want it's pretty pretty good deal yeah there is a limit I, I can uh, I can have a car for 20 days in a row then then need to give it back in order to you know insurance to be still working but enough on that <laughs> I've been considering uh, buying a car recently uh, I'm thinking about mini there's a new model of mini that I like and I, I could get that semi-cargo model because um, I think I may need it but I'm still paralyzed with uh, all those choices. You know, I could get financing, I could get lease, I could, yeah, I wouldn't buy for cash, but I could get new one, I could get second hand. I just don't know what to do. And, you know, I'm, I live in Germany, I don't speak the language. I'm a bit afraid that, you know, I, will I make it with all those, yeah, insurance companies, registration, road tax, all that, it's, it's one of those things that I, I will need to um, struggle with, that's for sure. So, um, but I guess you do it only once, right? And then you renew your tax and all of that happens automatically, I imagine. But yeah, it's, I want to get a car to have a freedom of just escaping the city, of just getting into it and think about uh, looking for a viable car in my area so I can I can rent it for hours and I'm, I'm not rushed I can sleep in a car if I want to if I choose to I don't think I would like to but I, I can if I want to um, you know what I mean you, you probably empathize, empathize with, uh, with what I'm talking about um, yeah I I never had a car and I think it's it's good thing to have a car when you're a teenager so it's like your first major um, responsibility to have and something what keeps you in a certain location or in fact allows you to travel far just pack your things and go and you can come back when you need to I never had that and I think it's partially a reason why I decided to, um, to go abroad because it was just nothing I was responsible of in my uh, my home country my hometown my, uh, my apartment that I was sharing with my parents at the time well um, yeah so I'm thinking about getting a car and it'd be the obvious anchor to Germany because right now I, I do have a lease on the apartment I'm renting the uh, I'm renting a flat, pretty decent flat, um, but I can, uh, I should be able to cancel it whenever I want. Uh, having a car will ground me here a little bit more. And I just want to say, I, as much as I, I like being here, I think my my place is is not in the city, it's not in Berlin, it is really in um, in the countryside. 
so that's that's what I'm heading. That's that's what's coming for me. This is really what the future holds. And uh, but in order to live on the countryside, I need to have a car. That's where the main necessity for it comes from. And before I I, I buy a land or buy a house, whatever, I need to scout. I need to go to those obscure places and see how, how it is like to live in, in those obscure places. I'm not really looking far from Berlin. I want to live within a driving distance, maybe an hour away. Um, I want to live in, a, in nature, surrounded by nature. Maybe I'd like to have some chicken, maybe a goat, dog. I'd love to have a dog, but uh, I think it's really cruel to have a dog in the city. I, I used to have a, I used to have a multiple dogs in the city, and I, I know that's real. You can you can walk a dog. You can, you know. I, I think they're fine with that, but it's only because they're adaptable. But the real nature, uh, they have a calling for open space, for free roaming in the forests. Fields, running, hunting, limiting dogs within boundaries of the cities. It's kind of egoistic, it's kind of cruel. So that's my plan. And is there a, a goal in terms of time? Yeah, there is one. I, I would like to pull something off uh, in the next uh, two years least to start. I would like to be able to communicate in German by then. I would like to um, I'd like to get enough money to, to fund to, to, to fund the whole thing. And we'll see what happens. Hey at least I have a goal. I, I, I used to live without any goals. Goals like these.
out of the city, make up my own map from memory of what I think Berlin is like. I would really come up with bizarre drawing, which would be just a fraction, a little fraction of Berlin. Really living here without comprehension, at least, of the language is, is horrible. I, I don't, uh, I'm missing out on so many things, so many interactions with people. It's, uh, it's just a shame, it's a waste, a waste of this uh, opportunity. But I do live in a bubble, you know, I live in a English speaking bubble. And whenever I go into a store or I get into any uh, interaction with locals, we just flip to English immediately. They, they sense that I'm that I'm struggling in German and I they want to make me a favor and uh, they flip to uh, they flip to English. So there is no way to learn, and I think they are uh, tolerant of. Not speaking German, so that's just how it works here. All places, except of uh, you know government places, uh, if you need to organize something uh, with government, they they hardly ever speak English, which is surprising, considering how many foreigners there is in Berlin. It's the most uh, it's the, the, the the most multi cultural city in Germany. You can hear English all over the place. Yet, in those governmental institutions, they don't really speak English. Okay, we're passing the button file. Um, it's, a, it's a power plant. It looks very impressive. It looks really uh, like that that building from Pink Floyd's cover, but it's not made out of brick, like that other building, it's... Yeah, but it's the same kind of architecture, really impressive. There isn't much to see or to talk about, the things that I'm, I'm seeing around me right now, I'm just looking at rooftops, I'm trying to exit in the right moment, two more kilometers, 2.4, <coughs> and then and then we've arrived. I guess, okay, I guess I'm, I'm happy with the recommendation of Google Maps. Uh, my original route wasn't really that smart. I'm moving smoothly, I'm moving fast and comfortable. It's comfortable, comfortable ride. Seven. We are now next to uh, the train station. I can't really tell the name. Uh, Innsbrucker Platz. Innsbrucker Platz. You can check this out on the map. Maybe you don't. <laughs> Heading towards uh, Tempelhof. Tempelhof is. Uh, there used to be an airport. It is no longer. It's uh, it's a big, uh, big field on the southern part of the city where people just have fun.
fights, lots of um, people just just chilling. It's a really impressive landmark, and I'm hoping that there will be another closure of the airport called Bego. <coughs> it's a really old and small airport uh, that Nazis used to use, and it is the main airport for the city. It's way too small. It's also really badly located and uh, there is this lake close to it with an island and on that island there are really magnificent uh, places to, to, to buy, possibly to buy. I don't know if they're available, I wish they were for sale. I would say they're impossible to live on right now because of the noise, there is airplane starting up every five minutes, ten minutes landing and starting up and the noise and pollution is just beyond what's acceptable so um, I'm not considering this this location right now but I, I, I would love to as soon as they close this airport there's new one they're building and uh, oh, sorry, there was a police car behind me, and I was over the speed limit. Again, it's a uh, 30 kilometer speed limit here. I was driving 40 passed by Jeez. which is already they go fast they go for it themselves everyone is I'm the slowest car here but look I, I already have one penalty to pay uh, 15 euros for parking in a, in a wrong location so I don't want to have two overdue tickets I can deal with one not two <coughs> police actually it's, uh, it's a fourth police car I'm seeing today <clears throat> which is good because uh, well they're patrolling the streets and the streets are safe but it also brings me a certain level of anxiety that maybe the reason might be my past I used to do graffiti as some people may uh, recall talking about I no longer do that. I'm, I no longer like graffiti that much. I mean, I'm happy I was doing it, but I'm no longer really engaged in, in the scene at all. And uh, you know, police cars used to be used to be a problem, to, to, to put it lightly. Although I never really did anything against the law in terms of you know covering murals I would always use spaces that were not really uh, there were nobodies you know they were ugly and I was just trying to make them more interesting while working on my my shtick my 
my own style of painting. When I'm looking back, I'm really, uh, I'm not really satisfied with my, my body of work. It's really mature uh, and uh, yeah, not really interesting art pieces. I was missing a skill a lot. Uh, I, uh, I, I wish I had a guidance, someone wise to tell me what I'm doing wrong, where should I, where should I improve. None of it is really worth showing today to anybody. Yeah, I mean, these were old days as well. Style changed a lot. And I have to say, people who do graffiti today were getting into this game. They, they're almost like they're picking up on where previous generation uh, left it at. You know what I mean? Like there was, it's almost like this, there was this, this, this mutual effort to make, uh, to improve on styles. So when I was starting up, I was starting from zero, and they are picking up where I left off, and and they're making it way better, way more mature, way more advanced, and all that. Just interesting to see, because yeah, they're they're not putting as much work as I did. I it's almost like a collective collective knowledge, you know, collective feed of of wisdom experience it's almost like the, the knowledge or the experience is in the air and people who are going into this scene they're they're just you know what I have to say it's they're not starting from scratch they're starting from where I left off we're almost there we're nine minutes away there's this police car in front of me Taking the same turn, I think they might be getting some massage beds as well. I mean, it's, uh, it's not an easy job. And they work in pairs, so they could massage one another <laughs> easily. Yeah, I've never been here before. Imagine it was a alert that car in front of me violently uh, breaks, which was the case. But I didn't see. That's funny, actually. I got this alarm, and instead of looking ahead, I was looking at the dashboard, which is not not the appropriate reaction. And I'm saying this only because I work on the user experience. I mean, I know I said I'm, I'm working with video, but really my main occupation is uh, UX experience design. UX experience, user experience design, I'm sorry, I'm getting uh, distracted. So basically I'm working on, I'm putting an effort to making sure that users who are using an interface are making the most of it that they are uh, they're not getting confused they know where things are and it takes them the least amount of time to, to accomplish what they want to accomplish with an app or with a web 
website or any of that. Almost there. I hope no one is looking at me, uh, looking for me at work. So it really didn't say anything. That's where I'm going. It's now close to lunch. Yeah, it is lunchtime now. And uh, I'm getting hungry. So I think I'll be away for like three hours, which is ridiculous. I'd be surprised if someone complains, but at the same time, it's a really bizarre place that I'm working at. We're working on the, the company is really organized and uh, they don't really pay attention to working hours. So I might be I might be okay. I might be fine. and upload each each audio segment separately I'm not doing it <laughs> let's see twenty nine minutes okay yeah Half an hour to get here. I should be okay. I'm. I might be fine in terms of skipping work for, say, two hours. <coughs> but what I, what I would really like is uh, I'd like to go for uh, a soba noodles. This is a Japanese sushi bar that I discovered uh, maybe a, a year ago. Man, it's the best place ever. I I really love to go there whenever I can. I used to go there for sushi, but now when I when I say discovered the, the, the soba noodles, I think it's gonna be my regular dish. And don't tell anybody, please don't. But I also have some sake, uh, one shot of sake for lunch or after lunch. <coughs> it does wonders. I'm really. Really relaxed, a little bit. Um, I feel a, a, a tiny, a slightly amount of buzz, uh, enough to keep concentration, but enough to be relaxed. And I, I really enjoy that. I'm not really a drinker at all, um, and I'm, I'm not having a sake every time I go there. But once, every once in a while. Whenever I talk about or think about drinking at work, I, I recall my my time in Madrid, which uh, you know this this habit of drinking at uh, this routine of drinking at work was it was it was so blatant, it was so appropriate at the same time. It was fine. It was fine to do. It was fine to drink a bottle of wine. For lunch, while while having a lunch, and uh, I remember having problems 
getting back to work. It's basically, I, I, I was, it was impossible to walk from the restaurant. And I remember sleeping at work because I was drunk. And I did so many mistakes uh, whenever trying to work. Um, I was drunk, but everyone was. Yeah, that was uh, the beauty of siesta. And I, I, siesta lasts for two hours. And I suppose there was a time to get sober. Uh, but it was never enough. I, Like I said, one shot of, of sake makes me drunk already. So imagine what would happen when I, when I drank a bottle of wine. Of course, I didn't have to drink the whole... Well, it was maybe a half of a bottle, but listen. I'm, I'm a skinny guy, I don't need much, and that was way, way too, too, more, too much for me. And the reason I was drinking was, well, there was a social pressure, you know, there was just the southern culture I was trying to fit in, I was trying to fit into, and uh, that's, what, what's happening, what's happening? This time I was looking at the road, I, I knew there was nothing on the dashboard, but uh, man, it's a, it's a really bad idea to have just a beep, a generic, general, generic beep in a rental car. That's, that's really odd. Odd thing to deal with, uncomfortable thing to deal with. Okay, we're here. We're here. Are we? Are we now? It's a business park. Yeah, I guess let's see we're here. Sixty-five is the number. Sixty-three. Sixty. What is sixty-five? I suppose it's here. Is it? I'm gonna stop here because I need to talk to people in German and I need to figure out where to go next. So, thanks for listening and uh, I hope you enjoyed it and I hope uh, Anchor accepted my 35 minute audio piece. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.